It's Sean's Sports Show. Wexler, coaching Sean's Sports Show, Coach T. I'm Chicago's favorite sidekick, John Huck. Now please give it up for Bethlehem, Pennsylvania's own, the host of Sean's Sports Show, Sean Green. Welcome everyone to Sean's Sports Show Live Super Bowl Edition, baby. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl! I'm sorry, we're in the Super Bowl, that's right. And yes, I proudly use we when discussing the Philadelphia Eagles. I know a lot of people say, Sean, you didn't actually win any of the games. That was just the players. Well, sure, maybe I didn't do anything on the field. I've just spent my entire waking life pouring endless amounts of emotion and mental energy into wheeling them into the Super Bowl. You're right, I didn't do anything. Let's be honest, I love the players, but they got the easy job, right? Come on, they're just some genetically gifted athletes in their 20s who get to play a game for a few hours while making millions of dollars? I'm the one whose life is on the line each Sunday. I'm, and I, there's no, I can't opt out. There's no fan-free agency. There's no fan retirement. I'm in it to win it for my entire life. Basically, from now until I pass on, uh, every other thought I have is going to be about the Philadelphia Eagles. So yes, we are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and uh, you know, when we win, and I say we, I expect to be treated like a winner moving forward, okay? <laughs> Gone are the days when they call Eagles fans pieces of shit. Instead, they'll be forced to look us in our eye and call us Super Bowl winning pieces of shit. <laughs> true. Can't take that away from me. You know, everyone thought uh, when Carson Wentz went down, the ginger Jesus, oh, it was going to be all over. But of course, my man, Nick Foles, big dick Nick, he picked it up. The team has rallied. And yet still, still nobody believes in this team. Both playoff games, even though they were home underdogs, um, you know, they won outright. And the Eagles, they, they've been rolling with it. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but uh, some of the Eagles players, they even started wearing dog masks after the game. We got one, uh, we got a photo of the uh, dog mask there. All right, well, imagine a guy wearing a dog mask. <laughs> and imagine his name is Lane Johnson. And imagine he's a dominant all-pro right tackle who just pushes people around, and he puts on this dog mask. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I got to get me a dog mask. But apparently, I had the same thought that uh, two million other Eagles fans had, because all the German Shepherd masks sold out on Amazon. And uh, it was a weird moment because the German Shepherd mask actually became like the number one children's toy on Amazon, which I'm, I, it must have confused a lot of parents who aren't Eagles fans. Like, just hop in online, gonna get my kid the latest, hottest toy. Like, well, I guess kids are really into German Shepherd latex dog masks these days. <laughs> I read one of the reviews and it just said, mine smells like gasoline. And I was like, oh, and it gets you high? This thing's awesome. I got to get me one of these. Now, I really wanted one uh, for the Vikings game, but they were sold out, right? So what do I do? What do I do? Instead of waiting for the German Shepherd mask to get restocked, I just went online, did a little bit of searching, pulled the trigger, and bought a different breed of dog mask. That's right. 
Look out, everyone. It's the scary poodle! <laughs> Got some poodle fur on me. It was weird, because at first I was like, oh, I'll get the uh, poodle mask for my girlfriend, because I'm no poodle. That's not a masculine enough dog. And then I saw that poodle mask, I'm like, oh, man, that's a badass poodle. I'm using that one. <laughs> So obviously the Eagles, once again, underdogs against the Patriots, four and a half uh, point dogs. And uh, you know, Super Bowl media week, usually there's some big drama, something going on, but it's actually been a pretty quiet Super Bowl week. Although with one exception, Tom Brady, he's, uh, he's been making some news as he, uh, he's, he's put out a, I don't know what you call it, it's like a reality show slash infomercial on Facebook for his TB12 nutrition line. It's basically him and his family enjoying some shakes and drinking magical water that apparently cures concussions. Now, <laughs> there has been a clip, one clip in particular, that has been getting a lot of attention online, and it uh, involves an interaction between Tom Brady and his son. Now listen, I'm not one to judge. Uh, you know, I was close growing up, to my, growing up with my dad, but honestly, I was never this close. Let's take a look at Tom Brady and his son. You know, Jack, everything comes at a cost, but I like Jack. He's your fantasy quarterback, Jack. Not Cam his dad. Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> Not his dad. Having a good game. Good. Cam Newton's having a good game? <laughs> Are there condoms still here? Yeah. There is so much to break down about this video. <laughs> so much, so much to ask. First off, Tom Brady demanding a kiss? Demanding. Does he not know the political climate we're in? His kid's gonna show up at the ESPYs in all black. Like, come on, Tom. Have you not heard any of the conversation about consent lately? And I was thinking about it a little bit more, like maybe, is this Tom Brady's secret ingredient? Like, we're, we're all trying to figure out, he's 40 years old, how is he doing it? Maybe he's just sucking the life out of his young, young child. <laughs> The NFL, it's a copycat league, right? So you see one successful quarterback doing it. I don't know, listen, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I just feel bad for Blake Bortles' son, okay? Because I can just imagine him going, listen, we need to do this to win a Super Bowl. Brady does it, come on! Uh, what really got me is uh, the, listen, if you wanna kiss your dad on the lips, that's one thing. There's a certain time, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Tom, you, you, when you're a quarterback in the pocket, you should have a, a clock going off. You should probably have that same clock when you're kissing your son on camera. It's like, <laughs> one, two, all right, get rid of the son. Like, <laughs> what I'm getting at is you gotta know when to release the son when it comes to the lip lock, Tom. Well, the weird part was the son going like this with wiping it off. <laughs> uh, but honestly, this, this whole exchange, this whole exchange between Brady and his consenting son. Um, this whole exchange, if anything, it kind of shows what an amazing, great quarterback Tom Brady really is. Because if, say, someone like Andy Dalton is filming a reality show and he's making out with his son, this is not making the final cut, okay? <laughs> someone is stepping in and go, Andy, you're an above average quarterback, barely. That's impressive, but someone is gonna be weirded out. This is not making, it's Tom Brady. They're like, I don't know, man. Maybe this is how you do it. <laughs> now, if you haven't never worked in television, 
this is a reality show. This is a, this is a planned segment, right? Like someone wrote this down on an outline and like, how does the pitch go? Like, okay, I'm gonna be laying there, getting a massage, shirtless, right? Oh yeah, definitely shirtless. And then my son's gonna come in, give me a kiss. I'm gonna be like, yo, you don't, you, you don't kiss your mouth. You don't kiss your dad like that. Come here and give me a real man kiss. And then he comes and give me the kiss. Okay, action. Like, no, there was no screening process whatsoever. Oh, God bless Tom Brady. Now, as far as the game is concerned, obviously, I'm predicting the Eagles will win. I got the Eagles winning 28 to 23. There you go. Uh, all the experts, they're picking the Pats, but, you know, who cares? Well, the experts are picking. Everyone cares who the animals are picking. That's right. It's now become a long-running gimmick where, uh, whether you're a zoo or a talk show, you put out food in two different bowls in front of an animal and whatever food the animal goes for, like, oh, he goes for the Eagles Bowl, the Eagles are gonna win, the Patriots. So basically, uh, you know, we're having animals decide our gambling bets. Now, I think it kind of, I think it really says a lot about the different animals, who they're gonna pick to win the Super Bowl. Like, I was looking over the results. Fiona the Hippo, she's going with the Eagles, right? That makes sense. It's a big gal, she's gotta love the Eagles' dominant offensive line, right? Hippos appreciate that. Bubbles the Elephant, uh, she went with the Eagles as well, and that, that makes sense. Elephants, you know, they're super smart animals. They got an amazing memory, which means they're never going to forget, like Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal, all the different ways the Eagles have figured out how to win this year. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, April the Giraffe. You know who she picked? The Patriots. That's right, because giraffes are fucking cheaters. <laughs> oh, of course, it's easy to get all those leaves with your non-regulation neck, you fucking giraffe. <laughs> oh, I outsmart the other teams. You're deflating branches left and right. And, uh, you know, giraffes also have weird sloppy kisses and black tongues like Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, guys, Sean's sports show has turned into a massive hit. We can all agree that from the tepid laughs in the crowd and the probably 12 people streaming this live. But the important thing when you, when you get success in show business is to start cashing in. And I'm not only talking about betting the Eagles, Moneyline over at mybookie.ag, promo code Sean. What I'm really talking about is that we at Sean's sports show, we signed our first endorsement deal. I'm really excited. It's our first endorsement deal, a big commercial. Please take a look. bunch of money, and I'm going to take that and roll it over on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs? Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not laying the points, all right? I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs to win at home in the playoffs. Sean, Andy Reid, Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, this year's different. <sighs> this year's different? Yeah, that's it. You're going to the tent. I'm fine, okay? Tent. You've got the jerseys, you've got the gear, but no NFL watching experience is complete without the ultimate game day companion, a state-of-the-art replica concussion tent. Get the ultimate NFL experience when you and your friends can get diagnosed with CTE from the comfort of your own home. The officially licensed concussion tent also comes complete with unaffiliated neurotrauma consultants. Have your brain examined in a random tent, just like the pros. First things, no shoes in the concussion tent. Whoa, John, I didn't realize you were a doctor. Not a real doctor, just an NFL doctor. 
Nacho? Yeah, sure. All right. So, tell me, what got you sent here? I just think the Chiefs are going to make a run. Ooh, betting on the Chiefs. Yeah, that's a definite red flag. What do I got to do to get back in the game? Well, first things first, I pretend to look into your brain, and you're all good to go. Uh, honestly, usually I don't even examine people. I just send them right back out, but you have a bulging vein in one of your eyes. I'm an Eagles fan. Oh, makes sense then. Perfect. Also, got to stay hydrated out there. Take one of these. It's mostly water. Thanks, Doc. All right. Good luck out there. Have fun. Get your concussion tent today. Available in all 32 teams with official team colors only at NFLShop.com. Touchdown! Yes. My brain's good! All right! I cheers. love Roger Goodell! Everyone, to Sean Sports Show, the only sports show whose host isn't afraid to have his bell rung. I'm here with my sidekick, John Huck. What's happening, Huck? Not too much, man. How are you? You excited for the Super Bowl? I'm excited for you. Yes. I'd like to. I'd like to. I didn't realize when I put this on. It's got. <laughs> it's red, white, and blue. I'm. I'm not like. I may just instinctively like strangle yeah, yeah, your neck. Don't, don't stab me or whip a it's battery at me. A little too close me. to the Patriots colors. Yeah, John. I apologize. That was not my. That was not my intention. <laughs> I am pulling for the Eagles. Um, I, I hope you guys. Uh, I, I feel like the experience for you winning a Super Bowl finally would be would, the same as the Game 7 between the Cubs and the Indians. Yes. Did you feel like, I'm honestly kind of worried that once we win the Super Bowl, it, what, where's my, the, it, yeah. it might change my personality. Yeah, you might Part not. of my thing is I'm an angry <laughs> Eagles fan. What if I'm happy all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting feeling to get used to, to walk around at the beginning of the season going, oh, well, we, we won it all last season. Yeah, that's, I'm a winner. That's, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it, just, it takes a while to get used to, but you do uh, get used to it, and then you'll get mad when they don't make the playoffs yes. next year. <laughs> I, I have a feeling once we win the Super Bowl, I'll still find it in me to be really angry and yell at oh, the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still from Philadelphia. You're <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. I'm not going to get yeah, soft. Yeah, you're not changing where you're now, from. Now, you're, uh, you're a Chicago guy, yeah. Bears fan. <laughs> you guys, yeah, Super Bowl Are they in it this year? No, Are they're they? not oh, in they're it, not. John. Oh, oh, okay. I know okay. you haven't been keeping up as much with the league, <laughs> but we got a pennant hung up for you yes, in honor of the you. Bears. Yeah, 85. What was it like? Uh, 1985, you guys won. The Fridge got a touchdown. Fridge got a touchdown. Walter Payton awesome. did not. That was kind of sad. Um, but it was, it, in, you know, of the football games that I have seen, I would say that's probably the best football game I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. 45 to 10, I think, was the score. We lost power. My parents had the Super Bowl party. We lost power the first or second touchdown run that Chicago was making. Now, that's that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. There's actually a, a video of this uh, Eagles fan, a girl, who got her wisdom teeth pulled, and uh, and she's uh, she's on nitrous. They're doing one of those videos, like filming them. Hey, you woke up, you're high on nitrous, and she went <laughs> and she comes to and she's just like, did I miss the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, I don't want to miss the Super Bowl. Can I go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, but I mean that, yeah, that's all she's thinking about. Yes, exactly. Everyone's brain is set on one thing: the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, you know, I uh, I I get so jacked up. You mentioned the the 1985 uh, Bears, and 
That was actually Walter Payton. That was one of the first Super Bowl prop bets. You know, now on the Super Bowl, you can bet on anything. And the first prop bet that kind of started it all was, would the fridge score a touchdown? And he actually did. It was like 100 to 1. It was some crazy bet. And that's kind of started the whole yeah. wacky Super Bowl bets. Like, you can bet on uh, Justin Timberlake, what color hat he's going to have. Uh, I mean, obviously, I got money on the coin toss. Uh, everyone knows how I got work last year in the Puppy Bowl. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah, that was. I'm staying away from the Puppy Bowl, okay? Good for you. Good for you. And, you know, I like puppies, but. No, no, right, uh, right, right. Just not, maybe not gambling yes, on them. Yes, exactly. They're completely useless when it comes to gambling. Well, Fair enough. John, the Super Bowl is uh, it's one of the biggest betting days of the year. And our, our sponsor, MyBookie.ag, promo code Sean, they got this new prop builder thing where. Basically, any sort of bet you want to create, like, oh, I think Nelson Aguilar is going to have two catches, or I think Alshon Jeffrey is going to have 105 catches. That's my <laughs> personal belief. Sure, sure, you sure, can, sure. You can basically adjust the line. Any kind of wacky bet you come up with, they'll give you a price on it. Basically, it's like... Um, you know, the gambling equivalent of freebasing cocaine. Like, <laughs> cocaine just wasn't good enough. We needed to spice it up, a bigger rush. And uh, we thought it would be fun to kind of do some of our own uh, crazy Super Bowl prop bets, but for the Super Bowl party, Super Bowl Sunday. So this is Setting the Lines. There you go. Applause break. So, John, I'm going to give you a scenario. You're going to be the odds maker and you decide what the line is. This is over or under. We can discuss which is the best bet, but uh, I'll give out a scenario. You set the line. Sounds good. Times, all right, set a line for the uh, times the word dilly is said by me when I'm drunk yelling about the Eagles. Uh, during just during the game, right? This isn't yes. pregame. This isn't after the I game. I will say dilly a lot. No, uh, yeah, but I'm talking just the schedule <laughs> in between. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to taint the thing. No, no, but I'm a huge fan of the Bud Light commercial. I know people think it's played out and dumb, but I'm a simple man who likes repeating beer commercials. Okay? Yeah, you know, if you think you're better than me because you go and watch some art movie about uh, art or painting, fine. I'm gonna be <laughs> sitting at home enjoying the simple joys of just saying dilly dilly. It makes no sense. Sense, but it makes me happy. John, what's the line at? Knowing that, I'm going to say it's at eight and a half. Eight and a half. All right. That's a, that's a good number. Yeah. Eight and a half. What do you guys think? Take the over or under? Eight and a and half you take, times. I take under, the, under, oh, under. you're taking the, I would take the over. Yeah, I would oh, take okay. the over. Yeah. Well, and the trick there is because you see, I said, how many times will I say dilly? Now, dilly, dilly, you're doubling up right there. So I think, that I think the it, yeah. over <laughs> is the best way to go. Uh, next up, John, let's yeah. set the line on times I have to hear someone say, quote, I'm not a football fan <laughs> while they're at a Super Bowl party. You know what? I'm not a fan of the Oscars or really movies. And if I'm, I know, I, why am I in show business? I don't know either. Not for um, a movie deal, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't, when I go to an Oscars party, I don't complain. I mean, I do on the ride home with my girlfriend, <laughs> or now fiance, but I, I don't complain when I'm there. I sit in the corner quietly, drinking by myself, eating nachos, and reading NFL mock drafts on my phone, all right? I don't, sure. I don't, you know, I don't ruin your fun. I don't go, I mean, The Shape of Water. If you guys, The Shape of Water. Here's my five-word movie review of The Shape of Water. Some chick fucks a fish, okay? Oh, wow. There you go. That's not art. It's bestiality, you monsters. <laughs> so set the line on uh, how many times I have to hear I'm not a football fan. I, there's usually only, like, max three people who are like that at Super Bowl parties. That, yes. that, will, that will say a lot. I would say that's it. I would say that's it, like, 
one and a half, two. Okay, one yeah. and a half, two? Yeah. All right, we'll set the line officially at two. I say take the under. I do too, because, I do too. Because uh, I, I feel like I have a radius of football that surrounds me, a zone that people won't want to cross into. Yeah, no one's going to tell you specifically, <laughs> like, I don't really like football. Is yes. your team in the game? Like, yeah, no, they know my team's in the game. Someone, someone at Walgreens today asked me if I was going to watch the game. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna watch the game. Nope, I plan on having my eyes spooned out before Sunday. So it was it was really uh, funny because leading up to the NFC Championship game, um, people like kept talking to me and like, oh yeah, yeah, oh Eagles big game. I see that's why you're wearing a, a sweatshirt and a hat and, and shorts Socks and, and underpants. I, like, <laughs> I, I realized people thought I was dressing up for this playoff run, but in fact this was just my regular rotation of clothes. If it wasn't football season and it was like a Tuesday, yes, no one would have said anything. Exactly, to you, it was normal laundry day, thing. but yeah. people think I'm like doing some fun outfit thing. Sure. I mean, you got a green tie on today. Yes, I do. Yeah. But that's that's for the Eagles again. Yeah. It's not an outfit if it's for your team. Uh, next up, setting the line. Time someone accidentally knocks over my dip cup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're in Los Angeles. People don't expect someone to have a dip cup. Yes. They're very taken back by it. I'll have a lid on my dip cup. Oh, you put a lid on it? Yes, exactly. And uh, are you haphazard? Do you keep it near you, or are you just one of those? Yeah, I keep it near leave me. Leave one there and leave one <laughs> over here and put one behind the couch. And yes. if it's always near you, I would put that at like, I would put that line at two. Okay. Because once someone sees you have a dip cup, the the it'll it'll be a ripple effect. They're like yes. He's gotta, don't go near. Yes. He's dip exactly. Cup. People it'll are gonna yeah. want to stay away from me because I have the dip cup. That yeah. will keep my yeah, yeah, dip yeah. cup safe. Again, strong play on the over for me and my clients. All right, last, last line that we're going to be setting times on a Super Bowl party that I will be making fun of Tom Brady for being a weird reality star who's afraid to eat fruits. The man won't eat grapes. John, how many times will I make fun of him? I, oof, during the game? <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, Jesus, it's like... I mean, and that's just anything. Like, look at this idiot, and yes. oh, fuck yep. Tom Brady. And okay, I'm gonna say 250. 250. All right, I like it. Set that line at 250. Audience over under on that one. Over. Over. Yeah, right? There you go. Smart. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Well, what do we got going on? All right, guys. Well, if you bet the over on the number of Eagles fans we have on this show, you're you're going to want to, or sorry, if you bet on the number of Eagles fans we're going to have on the show, you're going to want to take the over. Uh, we're going to throw to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Sean Sports Show, the only sports show that camps in the concussion tent. This next guy is not only a huge Eagles fan, he's also a stand-up comedian who just put out a new CD, 12 years of voicemails from Todd Glass to Blake Wexler. Please welcome Blake Wexler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank buddy. you. Have a Thank seat. You. Oh, very kind. Thank you. Yeah. We Dude, let you uh, thanks for coming on. Obviously, appreciate it. I was like, Eagle oh Super Bowl. God. I gotta have an Eagles fan guest. Awesome sweater. Yeah, that's Thank a great you. sweater. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. How? Uh, take us through your mental state. Uh, it's poor. <laughs> it's very poor. It is uh, anxiety-ridden. I've been going through insane mood swings over the yes. past few days, where it's been. Um, ecstasy of like even being in uh, I've been doing a lot of ecstasy no, uh, I've been, I've been <laughs> a couple days. Days. it's been actually the best my serotonin is drained my serotonin is gone but <laughs> just light in general is even upsetting but yeah no um uh, like just very happy to even be there like that right. sounds like a defeatist no, fan yes. thing I think that's a, that's a hey, positive just way to look to at it here, man. Well, yeah. not, no but I also think but you guys yes. genuinely feel you have a chance to win so that's the problem. Like that's why I'm not enjoying. Like it's not going to be fun to watch <laughs> at all. Like, no, because it, it does feel like I'm working this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I feel like I've been, I've been wearing like a new Eagles clothing each day. But oh, it's sure. like, wait, what if this is going to ruin our, the chances of us winning if I wear this shirt? And that's, yep. a, and that's definitely could 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 have an effect, right? What you wore, <laughs> what you Blake Wexler wore last Tuesday could have an effect on the outcome of the game. Thank you. It's how you, it's how you see <laughs> Thank it. you, yeah, no, okay. 100%. And you're right, when you write, you're right, and you are right. So like, um, yeah, it's been like very happy, like backup quarterback, you know, that we're there. But the problem is that we do have a chance because of yes. our defensive and offensive line. So it's like, God, fuck, you know? Because like, <laughs> I just would prefer to not have a chance or yes. have Wentz and expect to win. No, you yeah, know? You, I, yeah. Think, I think you got, you. I hear what you're saying. And, but the, and also, can I just say, if you win, if, if, if you guys win this Super yes, Bowl, we, Sean and myself, um, yes. won't it be the most satisfying because you went through the Patriots? Yes. yes. I mean, they're yes. the guys who knocked you out yes. in 2004. Yes, putting down, uh, yeah, because I remember 2004. Now, the night before the Eagles Super Bowl, 2004, I stayed up and partied by myself. Uh, <laughs> Where were in you? North, in a North, uh, Cal State University Northridge dorm. Oh, God. Just partying by myself, <laughs> watching. This was pre-internet hype videos. I would just <laughs> listen to Rocky and, like, do a, a hype video to myself of just, like, different images flashing in my head and uh, just in the mirror yeah. <laughs> I was I was exhausted like I didn't go to bed I barely slept I woke up I was just I was just tired the whole day and I couldn't get up emotionally for the game I just I, I took that loss personally I felt like I let the team down yeah I didn't watch it on a big enough screen I felt like there was a lot of stuff I did that I feel right. like I you know and now it's time for redemption I'm gonna watch it on the right screen the big screen I'm gonna be plenty drunk plenty well rested will there be We're any gonna pre the fucking Patriots any drinking tonight, the eve before. Um, yes, I just so I can sleep. But right, I think right, that's. Right. <laughs> oh, it's, like, like, it's like Christmas Eve. You got to yeah. pound, yes. pound a couple beers to go to bed. Otherwise, Santa yeah. might not show up. Right. Yeah. There will be drinking tonight because it's a night of the week. Right, yes. right, right. So, it's Saturday. It's, Saturday. Yeah. it's game day tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I gotta, I gotta, gotta relax a little bit, take the edge off. I don't think I'm gonna drink during the game. Like, now that's that sounds insane. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are wish. a few ways it could go, in which case I will probably kill I, myself with alcohol. Yeah. I'd, but, yeah. I'd like to um, not drink, I guess, because then it's like, oh, I'm going to remember this awesome victory and it'll be great. But what I've found is my adrenaline is so high mm -hmm. um, that I can I can drink through anything. Like, yeah. I can have 12, 15 beers. You will black out until, like, two no, hours no, no, after the game. No, no, it'll yeah. hit me later, but the euphoria and the joy and the gambling and each play and the squares and the suit, you know. No, tip, tip, so you're going to be okay. I'm going to fall out of my chair. Calm down, but that, calm that, down. that overwhelms any sort of like beer buzz I catch from a couple Coors Lights. So. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And then I'll, well, whiskey, I guess, too. Whiskey will knock me down a little bit. <laughs> well, you can also just not drink whiskey. If yeah, like. that's true. Or can you? You may yeah, not be able to. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to. How deep does this problem run? <laughs> it's, just like a, it's just like a roulette of vices. It's like the dip comes out of my mouth, nachos come in, right. whiskey comes yeah. down. It's just like a little spinning wheel. <laughs> Sean, I'm saying this as a friend. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I appreciate that. Of course. But, hey, one Eagles fan to another. It doesn't yeah. get more real than yeah. that. And but I, on Monday, I I'll be one. a Super Bowl-winning piece of oh shit. Oh, my God. Yes. Calling back uh, to Just the monologue. Have you ever, uh, like, I, I'm, um, I remember, like, in college, I went, also went to Penn State for a couple of years when Joe Paterno won uh, 300 games. Great I, guy, by the way. Yes. Unobjectionable <laughs> coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I was Spotless more a fan record. of his defensive coordinator, but um, <laughs> no, too soon, guys. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I rushed the field and uh, uh, sh to shake the hand of a guy who turned a blind eye to decades of pedophilia. But um, you got to shake that hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever? Uh, I don't. You've been a Philly sports fan. Have you ever rushed the field or been around for like a big win? Because I imagine that's pretty awesome. Uh, I had. Well, we've only had so many big wins. A couple World Series. Know? Yeah, that. I mean, if you rush the field there, you go to jail. But like, yeah. uh, <laughs> I went to um, a small school in Boston, like artsy school with no sports teams. But my best friend went to Temple University, so I would go to all their games and like wear the tem like Temple University yeah. stuff and just get blackout drunk with a bunch of other teenagers and just scream like and heckle <laughs> everyone. And then they won. <laughs> By the way, big game. This was not a big game, but <laughs> they won the Atlanta. Atlantic City or the A10 tournament in Atlantic City yeah and we rushed the court and <laughs> I was the first one on the court and jumped up on Deontay Christmas who was like uh, uh, he played for like the Suns for three games that's how deep the show's going <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you guys don't know the forward Deontay Christmas first of all um, what a great last name that's Perfect. Pretty awesome. Deontay yeah. Christmas yeah and there's nothing but coal in that stocking <laughs> I don't even know what that means um, <laughs> coal clean beautiful coal <laughs> gorgeous um, cool. And uh, yeah, I rushed the court and then I was on the cover of Temple's newspaper. Like, <laughs> like, like diehard fans, Temple students. Maniacs rush court. Yeah, but it's like celebration. Oh, I didn't even go there. Like, I wasn't yeah. even Blacked out teenager rushes court. <laughs> right. It doesn't look that good in the headlines. So it doesn't they're... as much now. Um, now, uh, the Eagles um, for the championship game, they were all worried that, oh my God, they're going to freak out and start climbing the poles. Yes. Uh, so they greased all the poles. <laughs> And then that. That, that still didn't stop him. Like, if anything, you're just asking someone to Try climb it. a pole I dare by you. greasing. Right. And of course, he climbed the pole and he greased it. There's some <laughs> epic, um, like, videos from when the when the Phillies won the 2008 World Series of guys like climbing mm -hmm. light poles and that whole big thing. Um, I remember a story you were telling me uh, at a Sean Sports Show before. Yeah. We were doing it on uh, TV here. It was you and your buddies were heckling some of the Yankees players. So it was <laughs> what, this I mean, is really awesome for sure. Yeah, but like I'm like, oh, that sounds right. Um, 
So it was one of those weird days where like uh, all the stadiums in Philadelphia are like right next to each other. Like it's yeah. like baseball, football. Yeah, the base like the Phillies and then Sixers and Flyers and the Eagle Stadium are all, like so they share parking lots like when each other's not playing. So it was one of those <laughs> rare days. Which is a dangerous thing. Like you don't need to. Yeah. It's just like a Voltron of drunken <laughs> Philly people. <laughs> just trash. What if we put the drunk Phillies fans next to the drunk Flyers fans? Oh, we gotta bring in the Eagles fans. Like, <laughs> but maybe it's smart that it's. it's <laughs> yes, I get. Yeah, it's yeah in just a place. like they can there's wall it There's a fence around the whole thing, right? <laughs> just in case. Exactly. Second Woodstock, they're just like burning stuff. <laughs> it's just an invisible electrical fence. Where yeah. If you have alcohol, it's in that runs Right. So, um, <laughs> it was one of those rare days where um, the Eagles had a day game, regular season, yes. and then the this was 2009. The Phillies had their World Series game, and uh, so a bunch of Philly fans would get liquored up, go to the Eagles game keep drinking and then walk across the goddamn street yes. into the next yeah. stadium for the next for game. the world series night game exactly yeah, so, yeah foolproof perfect day <laughs> what could go wrong nothing nothing at all so we're walking across the street and you know like when you're drinking all day you kind of don't have any peripheral vision and oh then, i wouldn't um, know about yeah, that or, or in general <laughs> but um we're walking across the street and then uh we hear my best friend jeff um, he's in front of a, uh, a taxi cab, and he is um, just slamming his fist on it, and he's like, "Fuck you, fuck you!" And we're like, "Oh my god, he got hit by he got hit by a car!" So we run over, like, "Jeff, are you okay? You got hit by a car?" He goes, "No." Look! And we look in the back, and it was Jorge Posada and Derek Jeter in the back of the cab. And then on their way to the game. On their way to the game, yeah, to the stadium. And then uh, the car was stopped because now it's being surrounded by fans. And then my buddy Jeff, that's his real name, it's a crime. Who cares? And uh, he drops his pants, spreads his ass, and just presses his asshole against the window right in front of Derek Jeter's face. And, and we were like, like just uh, actually, it wasn't funny at all at the time. We were like, "Yeah, that you rose to the occasion. You did the right thing." Yes, um, <laughs> they were like, "This is a serious yeah. thing." Like, oh, thank God, somebody stepped up and acted like a, an adult. And um, you know, it's even better because like a guy like Derek Jeter, you know, great on base percentage. He's known for having an amazing eye. Like he can just see, great eye. You know, he looked right so into that, that means, bubble. Yeah, he. Could, <laughs> He was picking up the wind on your your buddy's asshole hairs. Like he's like, oh man, he really saw that. Bubble. That is a deep yeah. tunnel. He was able to calculate my buddy's next six jobs <laughs> by looking into his ass. I, as he drives away, he's like, you should get that looked at. You have a power. It's like I, I assume though that Jorge Posada and Derek Jeter in a cab outside of the Philly Stadium. I assume they're like. That happened, and they were like, aha, Philadelphia. Yeah, that yeah, probably doesn't right. even then, like, I don't, like, They didn't even probably blink. Right. Like, they were like, yeah, so what yeah. are you going to do? That was in the PDF <laughs> that they sent us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome Watch to Philadelphia. for Jeff's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we actually got a, uh, we're going to be playing a big game. That's coming up. But before we do that uh, big game, I think, I think it's time. We could use a little pep talk from yeah. Coach T. Definitely. <laughs> Coach T, everyone. <Yeah. laughs> Coming in via remote. Yeah, let's bring it up. Oh, coach. Coach. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, boys? Sean, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I got a special speech tonight. This is for both the teams playing tomorrow. This is for the Eagles. This is for the Patriots. Boo, Patriots. <laughs> it's a big day tomorrow. You got 60 minutes. You got 60 minutes for you to go out there and give me everything that you've got. 
And if you can do that, it'll be 60 minutes you will take with you for the rest of your lives. <laughs> now, here's the thing. In game plan all you want. But it's a lot like my old drill sergeant told me back in the Korean War. Battle plans are fine and dandy, but they go right out the window as soon as the gunshot fires, okay? And then you're gonna find yourself in a dogfight, son. Now here's the key to winning a dogfight, though. You gotta be able to adapt, all right? You gotta be able to roll with the punches. You gotta be able to thrive no matter what the situation throws at you. Let me give you a little example. You see these pants? Yes. These are my favorite coaching pants. <laughs> Coach loves these coaching pants. Now, it wasn't until after I'd already had these coaching pants and somebody pointed out to me that these are women's pants that I'm wearing. <laughs> I said, what? That can't be. I'm a coach. I'm a man. <laughs> but I went back in the locker room, I looked in the mirror, and I noticed that there's a little purple button. <laughs> and there's no, there's no belt loops. <laughs> and there's no back pockets. <laughs> and my ass looks fantastic. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this must be women's pants I'm wearing. Look at my ass. It needs to quit. But I didn't let that sidetrack me, okay? I embraced my women's pants, okay? <laughs> I decided to thrive in my ladies' pants. I decided to work it in my ladies' pants. Now tomorrow, at some point, <laughs> both teams are gonna find themselves in a ladies' pants situation. <laughs> now, what's gonna make the difference between saying I'm going to Disneyland and I'm going fishing at the end of the game is which team, when they find themselves in their lady pants situation, are you gonna let the lady pants work you or are you gonna work it in your lady pants? <laughs> Let's have a hell of a game tomorrow, guys. Good luck, Sean. Good up, boys? All right, give it up, Coach T, baby. Yeah. That's an inspiration. Inspirational. Yeah, I man. feel like I'm going to work it. I feel ready to play football now. <laughs> well, for sure. You look you're ready. not going to. You're not going to. <laughs> like you're not going to get to play football. You're going to get to play the second greatest thing. Our big game, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, one of the cool things about social media, and there aren't many, is that as soon as uh, like a big game is over, you can immediately go online and see these reaction videos of the fans. Like when the Vikings won that crazy miracle game against the Saints, there are all these guys freaking out both sides, right? And I realized that if you just listen to the audio of the fans freaking out, it's kind of hard to tell whether they're a happy fan <laughs> or, upset. or really a funny. sad fan. All right, so what's going to happen is I'm going to play a clip of a fan freaking out, and you have to guess whether it's because they're being they're happy or they're sad. All right, <laughs> first up, if <laughs> we can it. play clip number one. Play clip number one one more time. <laughs> Listen closely, guys. Fuck you! Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Tori Posada to your friend's uh, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> right, right. All right, Blake. <laughs> what a what a sentence that was. That you just said, by the way. <laughs> What's your guess? Happy fan, sad fan. Uh, I feel like I heard the word no at the end, so I'm gonna go sad. Actually. Okay. I'm gonna go. John. I'm gonna go angry fan. Yeah. yeah. Angry fan. You yeah. guys are both wrong. That's a happy uh, man. Is he yeah. an Eagles fan? No, what is it? no. It yeah. was a it was a Vikings guy. It was just he couldn't accept the reality that, that they, they were winning. Yeah. It's like fuck. That, no. makes, that makes sense. If I, you could, if you would have told me that was a Vikings fan, I might have <laughs> I might have gone the other right. way. Yeah. All right. Next up, fan number two. Let's take a listen. Okay, let's play clip number two one more time. Oh! Oh my god! This could be someone on a toilet. We have no <laughs> idea what. This is, uh... You have to change your diet. You <laughs> yeah. need more broccoli! <laughs> oh my god. Jorge Posada recommends more fiber. <laughs> um, Blake, happy fan, sad fan. Uh, I'm actually gonna go happy again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. John? I'll, I'll go the opposite. I think he's, uh, sad? I think he's sad. Yeah. That is a sad ah. man. Sad fan wins it. All right, John, you're up. You're up one nothing. <laughs> Moving on. Clip number three. Fan number three. Let's take a listen. Happy fan. Sad fan. <laughs> one more time. Actually, ten more times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, audience, audience, what do you think? Happy fan, sad fan? Ooh, okay, we got a happy. Some sads. Blake? I mean, like, if I say, like, I'm okay with saying sad here because I'm okay with being wrong, you yes. know, like, because that sounds like a very upset person. <laughs> yes. If I say happy just to say, like, I sound crazy, yeah. but not to influence your, I'm going sad on that John? one. John? I'm gonna go happy. <laughs> All right, John. John, you're a psycho. Of course that guy's not happy. He's sad. Blake's oh, right. Thank God. Some of the audience is right. <laughs> yeah. Don't call me psycho. That could have easily been a happy fan. We have no idea. There's only two guesses. Um, uh, I guess that is true. Clip, clip, I'm, I'm throwing John under the bus. Uh, it's tied 1-1. Going Ooh. in. We got two more clips left. Ooh, it's still, a competition. Still anyone's game. For, uh, winner gets to be the co-host. Uh, no, I was trying. I was trying raffle John's job off to no avail. Um, all right, here we go. Clip number four. Happy fan, sad fan. Let's take a listen. Fuck you! You worthless piece of shit. Die. Uh, One more time. Am I, am I hearing you? You got it, John. <laughs> and that's, that's why, that's why you're the co-host. Well, I, this I, I is I like either he's good at throwing his voice. <laughs> uh, what bet did you lose? No. You, yeah, you're angry. I mean, I'm I think gonna, we both I'm agree gonna, that we, you're I'm angry. I'm not gonna 100%. reveal whether I was happy or sad. You guys have to guess, Blake. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that was you. Uh, this was during the Minnesota game. No. This oh, is, oh, this could have been anything. This is any moment in the time where we've had cell phones and people thought it's entertaining to film right. me watching Eagles games. See, if it was me, like, <laughs> yeah, if it was me, I would uh, say fuck you. Yeah, uh, you were upset. Yeah, yeah okay. you, you were, were upset. definitely upset. Yeah, upset. You're yelling at James Thrash. 
James Thrash might be pre-cell phone, but that's a, both great guesses. But guys, this was actually me being happy. Uh, this is when Tony Romo broke his collarbone. <laughs> and I was, I was happy that he got hurt. And I was yelling at him that he was a piece of shit and he should die. Oh, so okay, I was yeah. happy. Okay. This was a man being happy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Philadelphia Eagles fan being happy. You can, hear my, regular man. You can hear my buddy Justin Decker going, oh, look, he fumbled it. Yeah, I didn't even right. care. I'm like, like, I thought die. I heard Justin. Yeah. Like, you're not listening to him. You're just yelling over him. So yeah, It's yeah. through the skin. <laughs> it's through his skin. Jordan, Jordan Hicks. Great play by Jordan Hicks. Yeah. Another guy we lost this season. I know. Right. He's so good. All right, sorry. Last clip. <laughs> Moment of silence? Did he, did he die or just get traded? Uh, worse, he got hurt. Yes. Oh. <laughs> he oh, might sense. be back. Uh, final clip for all the marbles. Blake and John. Let's this next clip. Happy fan, <laughs> sad fan. Now. Let's take a listen. Are you One more time. John was kind of like walking through it. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god! I just no one else is really yelling with her though. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe she's watching. Shocked she could be watching with the people who aren't fans of the team she's rooting for, and they're just like, okay, let her go crazy. Let her. That's Cheryl. That's Cheryl. That's <laughs> you gotta give it to Deborah's going nuts. Um, Blake, you have the honors. Happy I, or sad? I feel like I heard a slight Boston accent in her mm. voice, and Boston has had very little trials or tribulations since uh, cell phones have been invented. So uh, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go that she's happy, I guess. And also, if she's from Boston, you really can't tell. It's yeah, just like no, the no, anger or not anger. Blacked uh, out. Uh, I, I gotta say happy, too. You guys are both right. She's happy. Yeah. That was actually the, that was actually a Minnesota accent. Uh, same. Uh, that's what you were. That's what okay. you guys. Same were. white idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just some dumb white, white people. Dumb white just, idiot. You live near Canada. You get drunk. You love cheese. Yeah. It all sounds the same. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, wrapping up the show. Big thanks to Blake Wexler. Thank you, man. John Huff. Uh, Coach T, of course, is yeah. yeah. And uh, before before we go, guys, I'd like to leave you, like I always leave you, with a haiku. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Super Bowl. Brady really loves his son. <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly. Pats, you die. All right, that's it for Shout Sports Show. Go Eagles. Go Birds. Take it back.